Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Bring, bring it back. Hello and welcome back to the EPL Roundtable. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries, and as always, if you'd like to reach us at the podcast, you can do so by either tweeting us at EPL Roundtable or emailing us at EPLRoundtable at gmail.com. All right, now joining us is Jay from The Eagles Beak. Uh, you can find them also at TheEaglesBeak.com, where I write from time to time. Jay, pleasure to have you with us talking about Crystal Palace. We'll start off with today. It's deadline day. Are we expecting anything from Palace? Hello, Kev. Thanks for having me back. Um, Yeah, we were hoping for some deals today. We were led to believe that uh, we were had a lot of interest in signing Jack Wiltshire, but he's actually in the last hour or so uh, confirmed that he's signed for Bournemouth on loan. So I'm not really sure on that one. You know, injury prone, but he's obviously looking for first team football. So it could have been a good deal for us. We are looking for a midfielder after losing or after selling Yannick Balassi to um, to Everton and Mila Jednak, who's gone to Aston Villa. So um, we, we've got a couple of slots there. And, and as things stand, I, we, we're actually not looking to do any more deals as far as I can see. I mean, we've got just under three hours left of the deadline as, as we record this. And um, uh, I, I am aware that there are players at the training, uh, sorry, that there are um, staff at the training grounds um, trying to get deals done. The, I think the only one other one that we might be pushing through is uh, James McCarthy from Everton. Now, it wasn't it kind of latest news was that it wasn't really going to go much further than a couple of inquiries that were made. But with the breaking news just now that Everton have agreed a fee for Moussa Sissoko from Newcastle United, might actually free up James McArthur to make a move, which would only be a loan move, I believe, until you know until the end of the season. But we'll see. I think we do we do really need another midfielder to come in. But as things stand, I, I think as, we, as I spoke before uh, the podcast, that um, Palace asked will struggle to get a twenty five man squad named. Um, obviously, youth players don't qualify. So um, at the, as things stand at the moment, we're, we're going to struggle to name a twenty five. Yeah, that's going to be difficult. Um, the other motion we've seen from you today are a whole bunch of outgoings of your promising youngsters. Why don't you talk us through those deals? Yeah, well, I think the big one is Johnny Williams has gone to Ipswich Town on loan for about a forty-sixth time. <laughs> I, 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 I kid there. I think <laughs> it's it, four I think straight. It's gone, I think it's four straight now. He's he's gone on loan there. So wish him well. Personally, I'd like to see him stay at Palace to fight for a place. Obviously, you know we we need bodies to to get into that twenty five man squad, and he would have been one after his performance for Wales in the European Championships. So I was really hoping to see him kind of push on at Palace, and we, we say this every year with with Johnny Williams in that you know he's so highly rated, but he tends to go out on loan for more experience, more game time. He just always seems to get injured. He got injured in pre-season for us, so missed quite a bit of pre-season, which was a real shame. But it's really, it, it's we talk about it too much. Johnny Williams and being injured, which is which is a real shame. Um, but hopefully, 
you know, you can have game time with it, which you, which you probably will. Um, also a highly rated winger, which I was hoping again to come through ranks, but probably about right that he gets a, a loan deal to a championship side. Sully Kai Kai, he's had a couple of loan deals out to Shrewsbury Town last season and the season before. He's now signed a loan deal at Brentford, which which is good, I think. Championship football, it's a next level up. Let's see how he does there. And I think, again, another highly rated youngster um, gone on loan for, for, for much-valued experience. Um, and another one that's gone on loan is a uh, highly rated defender, Luke Kroll, who's gone on loan to Exeter City um, down in League Two. So um, obviously watch with interest uh, those few signings, and I'm pretty sure we'll have a few other youngsters going out on loan to get to get some game time. But for me, the transfer window has been excellent for Palace so far. Um, so relatively happy. Um, probably just one or two spots that we needed to fill, but uh, you can understand that we may not actually quite get there. Yep. All right, well, you had been busy earlier in the window making some pretty big signings, including yesterday uh, when you signed Loic Ramey. Uh, first of all, how pleased are you with getting him into the club? And secondly, how do you think you'll use both him and Benteke, who you'd also signed previously? Yeah, very happy with that signing. Very low on the ground in terms of naturally gifted goal scoring, um, goal scoring strikers. Uh, we struggled scoring goals last season, so to bring Benteke in first of all for a club record fee is it, it, brilliant. You know, a natural natural goal scorer, and he's got a lot more to his game as well, which is good. And and adding like Remy to the mix as well, I think just gives us a you know makes us a bit more dangerous up front. Connor Wickham's still at the club, so he's probably going to play be the third choice striker now. And I believe we we will continue to play the lone striker role. I think as we've seen Remy play for Newcastle QPR and and Chelsea before, that he could play as one of those um, kind of front three a uh, bit more uh, wide and supporting Benteke. So I would. I would probably suggest that we're going to kind of do that a little bit more and uh, and switch them around every now and again. But I, I think we will continue at lone striker unless unless he plays just off Benteke. Who knows in Pardew's, uh, Pardew's little world? Um, that remains to be seen. But I think it's it's a really good sign and gives us my, a lot more options up front going forward. We needed goal scorers and we we've brought in two two you know proven goal scorers. So that's really good. Yeah, uh, also, you did lose Balassi. You replace him with Townsend, at least on paper. Uh, you did get a, a lot of money for uh, Balassi, which probably enabled you to bring in one yeah. of those forwards. What, what do you make of that whole kind of shift? Uh, I mean, it's a shame because our, our the way we play is with two wingers, and, and that's been key for us for the last couple of seasons. However, when you look back at it, maybe that was a little bit of our downfall last season. The second half of last season, teams probably started to work us out a little bit. Uh, and when Zaha and Balassi weren't quite on top of their game, you, it does make the rest of the team have to have to work that much harder. Um, Yannick Balassi was great, very unpredictable. It'd be interesting to see how he does at Everton. Um, but for me, 25 million, which rises to about 30 million of add-ons, it's too much to turn down for a club like Palace. It really, and it sounds silly, but I, I don't want us to end up being a selling club. Um, but I think the price is right. I think every player has a price. Um, you know, we saw Leicester selling um, Kante. You know, champions selling arguably their best player last season. Um, you know, selling him to Chelsea. Every player has their price, and and Balassi, I think uh, you know, getting on to you know his late twenties, unpredictable as he is. You know, he was. One of these players that you know makes fans stand up, but 
very frustrating as well. You know, when you know that he can he he can do better than he does sometimes, that is frustrating. So, you know, with a price tag on his head, it'd be interesting to see how the Everton fans, you know, take to him. A little bit different from when he came to us. We bought him from Bristol City, very small fee, young player. Um, you know, no pressure as such. And we've seen him grow over, over a period of seasons, which, you know, that players that like that don't really kind of get the pressure as, as do the ones with, uh, with, big, uh, with big price tags. But you mentioned Andros Townsend. We signed Andros Townsend quite a while before we sold Balassi, actually. So I don't believe he was ever going to be a replacement for Balassi, but we haven't actually replaced that, that role. Although I do, looking at the side we, that we played on, on Saturday, there could be a few changes in, in the way that we play and, and the way we our direction on, on the pitch a little bit more now. So we may not play without an out-wingers quite so much. Zaha is a true out-and-out-winger. Townsend, yeah, but he cuts inside an awful lot. He can play the number 10 roles we've seen, uh, a lot more direct than Blassie ever was and and Zaha to a, to a certain respect um, and obviously can score goals more so. So that he's got that in his locker. So I would I would argue that that's probably an upgrade um, for, from our perspective. Um, you know, a bit more quality and, you know, a few more goals, you know, chipping in throughout the season, which, which you know, which is something, again, that I mentioned earlier, we, we missed a lot. Um at the same time, we, we signed another problem position was goalkeeper. Uh, and I'm so, I've been so impressed with Steve Mandanda. He's played two games for us against Blackpool in the week last week and against Bournemouth on Saturday. Um, and he's just, he just oozes confidence. He really does. And it's something that we've missed in the goalkeeper role for such a long time. Well, since Sproni were kind of started to be phased out of the side, really. Um, but then sometimes he did lack a little bit of uh, confidence in the area. Um, but I can't say too much about Sproni because he's a club legend now. So, But Mandanda is is already a fan's favourite. Um, got his own chance already. Um, and he's good with both feet, very confident on the ball, likes to come out of his area with the ball. I mean, on Saturday, I thought he was going to dribble up the pitch like you do on a FIFA game sometimes when you're winning in a 3 or 4 nil, You want to try and make your keeper score. It looked like it was going to start roaming up the pitch a little bit. Um, so very happy with that signing. It, all in all, um, you know, with, with Tompkins as well coming in, um, he will end up replacing Delaney in the long term, I think. Uh, very valid, good replacement. Um, I think we've had a very good transfer window, perhaps one of our best um, it may not be over. Um, I'd like to see us get another midfielder in just to cover those players that have kind of gone out and get another body in to help us uh, reach that 25-man squad. Yeah, you name-dropped Tompkins there, who I do think will be very good for you going forward. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about Mandanda, who's a very unfortunate uh, in a very unfortunate situation with the national team. as He just happened to come yeah. along at the same time as Lloris. Uh, otherwise, he'd have a lot more caps. But you do sign him. He's a tremendous keeper. He's been terrific in France for years. What have you made of him thus far, and what are you expecting going forward? As I was saying, it's a real, real big addition for us. He could arguably be our signing of the summer. Uh, he really could. Even you know, we've paid a lot of money for Benteke. You know, you pay that money for something that you know you expect to have. Um, a fee around two million for a goalkeeper who was at Marseille for ten years. Majority of that time, he was their captain. A goalkeeper as a captain says an awful lot about what you're going to get from a player for me. Um, from a goalkeeper, you want the player to organise the back line, scream and shout at the back line, be in charge, be confident, um, be confident in the area and come for crosses, balls, stuff like that. And Mananda is everything we've missed um, from having... You know, last season was a massive problem for us. Uh, Sproni never really got a look in, so it was either between McCarthy and Hennessy. Hennessy made so many mistakes last season, but still kept the number one jersey. Uh, McCarthy has now been sold to Southampton, and he's Southampton's number two. Um, and he made mistakes as, as well when he came in to replace Hennessy. Uh, Hennessy was injured for Saturday's game against Bournemouth, which 
just was just a perfect excuse to get Mandanda in the side. Um, and as I mentioned, he just he just oozes confidence. Um, you could argue that he could have done better with that first goal against Bournemouth, but wasn't particularly well protected by the fullback who who didn't um, you know cover the uh, the attacker. But rest of the game absolutely superb. Um, he had a one on one. Callum Wilson was put through a one on one. And for me, Hennessy would have struggled to come off his line because he, he sits back so far. Um, Mandanda was out like a, like a flash um, and straight onto Wilson um, and just crowded him out, saved the shot, parried the shot, and was able to pick up the, uh, the rebound, which you know, just goes to show exactly what we're getting from the keeper and organizes the back line. Um, the back line. I looked a lot more organised from having that behind them, having the confidence in a keeper, knowing what he can do, um, good with both feet, happy to to use the ball with his feet, which which is excellent. You know, he didn't always kick it upfield. You know, he he liked to you know pass it out with his feet, or you know, it's it's just refreshing to to have that in you know behind your back line really. And um, I'm I'm really happy that he chose us. I believe there were several clubs across Europe that were interested in signing him, so it's a bit of a coup for us to actually get him on board um, and to see him play in the flesh like I say he played the whole 90 on Tuesday against Blackpool and again against Bournemouth and I'm hoping that that number one jersey um, stays with him now Alright well with all of this business done what are your expectations now come the end of the season? Well for me I think we've done enough to finish mid-table really in terms of you know the personnel that we've managed to bring in Obviously, last season we struggled big time with injuries. I can't imagine Touchwood that we're going to have the same kind of scenario this season. I've never known a season like it. So, you know, we've got a good we've got a good squad of players here who yeah we've added real quality, and that quality comes into the first team, and that drops down you know that bit of quality onto the bench, which is exactly what you need from a uh, from a, a competitive squad in the Premier League. So. I, I'm hoping that we can finish, you know, in or around tenth, eleventh, twelfth place. That I'll be happy with that this year. Um, it, there's no reason if you know if we get Benteke and Remy scoring goals, there's no reason why we can't push for a top ten finish. Maybe, maybe I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. But you know, seeing Benteke play on Saturday, he, he showed glimpses of all the attributes that we've kind of missed from a front man. Um, agility for a, for a big guy, good on his feet. Um, likes to use the ball, have a shot from the edge of the area, things like good, you know, with his head as well. Um, I'm just hoping we can learn to use him properly in a, in a way that will, you know, will play to his strengths basically. Um, and Remy there as well, excellent. And Mandanda shoring up the back line. I, I think a mid-table position is uh, is is probably the least we can expect. All right, fair enough. Well, thank you so much for uh, doing this. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, thanks for having me on, Kev. Yeah, um, just check out the Eagles Beak. We're a Palace fan site, but we do talk a lot of football. We've got a lot of writers that do plenty of stuff. Got content online pretty much every day of the week. So uh, go and check us out. Leave your comments. Um, share on Twitter, Facebook, uh, whichever you want to do. But you can get in touch with me on Twitter, uh, mostly at the Eagles Beak. All right, thanks again. I'm sure we'll speak soon. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, 
Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.